Welcome to What Christians Should Know, How You Can Apply Biblical Principles to Everyday Life. Hello everyone, I am your host, Dr. Elijah Sadafel, and today's episode is going to answer the question, is the popular depiction of Jesus biblical? Our scripture focus will be on Psalm chapter 2, verse 9. The NASB of that verse says, You shall break them with a rod of iron, you shall shatter them like earthenware. In this verse, Jesus reiterates a decree that the Father told him. It points forward to a future time when all those who stand opposed to Christ will be crushed. This helps to explain why Psalm chapter 2 verse 9 is quoted in Revelation chapter 2 and 19 where the ultimate rule of Christ the King is depicted. Jesus ruling over nations with a rod of iron is not an image that popular culture tends to paint of the Messiah. What we don't see is a Jesus that shatters foes like earthenware. What we do see is a middle-aged man who has straight long brown hair and soft features. If you were to Google a picture of Jesus, this is the type of picture that would show up. But has anyone ever stopped to ask, is this portrayal biblical? The Bible is chock full of what Jesus said and did, but descriptions of what he actually looked like are rare. In fact, there are zero New Testament descriptions of what Jesus looked like while he walked on earth. There is one description of what he looked like in his glorified state in heaven. That depiction is given by the Apostle John when he describes a heavenly vision in Revelation chapter 1. Now, before I go on, let's embrace this undeniable Bible fact for a moment. Of the 31,102 verses in the whole Bible, two are devoted to describing what Jesus looked like. That is less than one one one-hundredth of one percent. What can we infer from the amount of real estate God gave to physical descriptions of Jesus? That if you are obsessing over what Jesus looked like, then you are missing the point. What is the point is that the Messiah's mission transcends human distinctions like race, nationality, and ethnicity. The Bible even says in Galatians 3.28 that when you are in Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek, neither slave nor free man, neither male nor female, for all are one in Christ. The color of sin is death, and death could care less what you look like. When it comes to Christ, the only color that truly matters is red, which is the color of his blood that was shed to pay the penalty for our iniquities. Now that all of that has been said, we also have to be mindful the other way, that is, not to blindly accept a false portrayal of history when it comes to how Jesus looked. So, when we look at historical Jewish and Roman sources, there are some eyewitness accounts of what Jesus looked like. But what does the Bible say? If we go to Revelation chapter 1, verses 14 and 15, we get the following description of the glorified Christ from the Apostle John. There, the ESV says, The hairs of his head were white, like white wool, like snow. His eyes were like a flame of fire. His feet were like burnished bronze, refined in a furnace. And his voice was like the roar of many waters. So in God's inerrant word, Jesus is described as having hair like wool and skin that looks like burnished bronze, refined in a furnace. How does wool grow? It grows up and out because on a lamb, its wool is curly. 
What color roughly resembles burnished bronze? Something that is polished brown or polished dark brown. Now, if we take these pieces of information and put it up against the common depiction of Jesus in the West, what happens? We see that there is a huge disconnect between how the Bible describes Jesus and how popular culture portrays him. And this is the crucial point I now want to make. We may not know what Jesus looks like specifically, but we can be fairly certain about how he looks generally. And why is this relevant? Because we can be reasonably confident then that the popular depiction of Jesus has nothing to do with the biblical Jesus. It is despicable that people are purposely being fed false information under the guise of religion. We may not know how brown Jesus was, but we do know that he wasn't European. So if people aren't getting this popular depiction of Jesus straight from the Creator in the Creator's book, what else is there? The creation. This is where it begins to get really, really dangerous and can delude otherwise sincere individuals. If people base their depictions of Christ without the Bible and then generate an image of what they think or of what other people think Jesus looks like, what are they in essence doing? Creating an image or in likeness of something that is in heaven above. This is a direct violation of the second commandment, which prohibits idolatry. And for those who may have forgotten, the second commandment is in Exodus chapter 20, verse 4. So you may be saying to yourself, I don't see what the big deal is, and that's exactly the point. It's never the obvious threats that pose the most danger. It's the ones that you don't see. And if people feel the liberty to create an image of Jesus in their own image, the next step on the slippery slope is to manufacture a Messiah that says what they want and does what they want. That is the lethal end result of a small and subtle first misstep. That slippery slope actually slides in multiple directions, so the militant's insistence, for example, that Jesus was black, 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 can persuade people to think that anyone who is not of color is somehow inferior. Idolatry is so dangerous because, as Psalm 115.8 tells us, we become what we worship. So is the popular depiction of Jesus biblical? Absolutely not, and we would be much better off if we just stopped trying to create images of what we think Jesus looked like. The image of the blood-stained cross conveys the power of the Messiah's message just fine. Thank you for listening. For more valuable content, including written transcripts, a bookstore, and online Bible study, please visit wcsk.org.